program is intended for mature audiences. Welcome. Are we rolling? Yerp. All right. Good, good. I think this is it. What I'm attempting to do now is I'm running SoundForge in the background and I have OBS up right here. <clears throat> now what that is hopefully going to do is going to record audio on both platforms so you get your picture and I get that audio so that I can later, because I'm a fucking sicko, I can take this, import this audio <clears throat> into Audacity later, add whatever drops that I'm going to add to it, and then put this cocksucker out, and that will be that. This very well could be episode 24, could be episode 25. I have no idea. I made an episode, and I called it Derelict Diplomacy. Now, you may be wondering, why the fuck would you say, why would you call something that? Well, because, my friends, I have been trying to negotiate with emotional terrorists. Well, terrorists. There's only one. For those all around the world who yearn for peace, we must do everything we possibly can to stop the terror. And she, you know, lives here. So, unfortunately for me, my words hold about as much weight as a sunroof. Oh, you know what? Let's just abandon ship altogether. I don't have a good analogy for you. In other words, I say things and Jen ignores them because that's what girlfriends do. Because, like a soldier, I am disposable. Hey! But your ass belongs to the car. You ladies understand. Now am I saying anything? Hold on. Stop the fucking presses, bro. You can't talk shit about the soldiers, dude. I'm not. It's a fucking. It's a term, bro. Get it to fucking gather. If you. If you. Now I can point at you because you're looking at me. This is what I do when you're not looking. If you have nothing better to do with your time than try to police what the fuck I say, you need something better to do with your life, bro. Sir, what are you doing? I'm not gonna tiptoe around every little fucking thing that I say to make your bitch ass happy. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. We all know, look, man, this is the life, dude. And apparently, that episode's gonna have to go out because this one's not gonna make sense without that one because apparently, I can't shut the fuck up about it. So there's that. I love her and everything, dude. But sometimes, just sometimes, I wish that... I'm just gonna go ahead and edit over what I just said and I'll put a piece of that together. <laughs> but... I'm not, and she isn't, so that can't happen. Unfortunately, all I can do is the same thing that boyfriends and husbands all over this green earth of ours do. We say things, and then when we get ignored, we mumble under our fucking breath because that's all you can do. Because if she gave half of a decent fucking squirt about anything that I had to say, I wouldn't have had to say anything in the first place. Do you understand? A small point. 
Yes. Yes. All I'm trying to do, all I'm trying to do is keep this thing from fucking imploding. That's all I want. That's all I want. I just want this house to to be this is the safe zone. This is the fucking area. This is my safe space for all you fucking Gen Zers or whatever the fuck they call you now. This is the this is the place where nothing nothing out there is supposed to be dragged in here. That's the deal. That's the fucking deal, dude. Unfortunately, it's not the case. What am I talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is that, and you know, I get it. He's trying to live a life. Everybody wants to live a life. I would like to live a life too. Unfortunately, I can't do anything that's fun. I have to do everything that sucks. I have to be the fucking, I have to be the, the, the cops to your fucking fun. I gotta bang on the door and tell you to lower the fucking music and calm the fucking party down. Pull up, shut this shit down! And put the keggers away. That's gotta be me. I gotta be that guy. I didn't choose to be this guy. This is just the fucking person that I am. And you know what I don't like about this program right now is that I can't see what my time is. I mean, well, no, asshole, it's right there up at the top. If you really looked, you'd be able to find it. Well, all right, then, aren't we? Oh, there it is, right there, stupid. In big, in a big red block, it says recording time. So if you took your head out of your fucking ass for just a moment, you would be able to see what the fuck it is that you're looking at. Fair, fair, I get it, point fucking taken now where are we going from here i don't know if this podcast was a fucking car there'd be no engine in it because we have to make this thing run with our imaginations the imagination is situated between our perceptions and our understanding we do not see the world the way it is we see the world according to our instruments that's, that's a fucking dangerous thought, dude. But this is where we are. It was much easier when I wasn't making a video because now I know what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to take this and I'm going to have to move you down here because I don't want to look at my stupid fucking face the whole time. Is that all right with you? Maybe you want to look at me, but I don't want to look at me. I shouldn't have to look at me. I look at me enough when I wake up in the morning and I look at that mirror. This is what I see. Now maybe you, maybe this face brings a smile to your face, but this face does not bring a smile to this face. It just, it doesn't. Because then I have all the, the, the memories and all the fuckery that's going on in, inside of my, my fucking head. Alright, man. Relax. Will you please? Jesus Christ. The second, if I take a breath, the level is not optimal. Level too low. Well, what do you... Bro, I gotta breathe, dude. I gotta breathe. Don't pressure me. I'm, maybe I'm better off looking at my dumb fucking face. Maybe there, Maybe there's that. Maybe there is fucking that, dude. So, you know what? While we are here... Audacity. Not audacity. OBS. You fucking suck. You suck. You're the worst. You're the fucking worst. You suck. Now I have the page up. Can you show me, please? Can I click it? 
all I want to do is click the fucking box. And you won't let me, will you, you cocksucker? You're going to make me shut it off and come back. And I'm not going to do it. What I was going to do is I was going to pull up comments because I wanted to show you what a beautifully strange place that YouTube is. That within two hours of each other, and the fact that this video still makes people mad makes me happy inside because they don't understand <laughs> that look Doug doesn't like blue October not today not tomorrow not next weekend not four Mondays from now he is not into it he's not into it big fucking deal and I I knew that I knew that going in he probably wasn't going to like it but I decided, let me put on Hate Me. And then we discovered the fucking Into the Ocean video. <laughs> it actually makes me laugh thinking about it because he got really upset. And that's hilarious. Just because of how dumb it is. Now, it was a little over the top. I know it. He knows it. You know it as you're watching it. And yet, you write comments like this. That guy says, hey... You should be less of a hater. Like you said, Puss Rock, you have not had the problem that he has had. You have not had a divorce. You are not getting over drugs and alcohol. So, you should stop being a prick. So, yeah, people like this music. Well, let me give you the big, fat, throbbing rod hot off the fucking presses jerk off i got news for you my friend you have no fucking idea what anybody is fucking going through so don't be don't be don't be that guy don't be that guy that you are you don't know you know, he could be fucking booting heroin up in his fucking toe webs. You would have no fucking idea. I'm not saying he is. I don't think that he is. Let me stop. I know he's not. I know he's not. For all intents and purposes, all jokes aside, because God forbid, God forbid we try to be a little dark around here. You know, somebody might feel some type of way. Well, my grandfather used to shoot heroin in his toe webs. How dare you? Look, people do. I fucking get it, bro. How many people I've known that have had addiction problems? Oh, you look like you have an addiction problem. Yeah, I do have an addiction problem. My problem is that your head is not sucking on this fucking dick right now. That's my fucking problem. So why don't you shut the fuck up and get busy, motherfucker. I don't, like, dude, come on, bro. Really? Do you see how nasty I can be? I don't... Like, why? Why? I just said that right now to get a reaction out of you because I know that you're easily reactable. Look, the kid don't like the music. If I'm feeling particularly very shitty, I will put that song on once in a while and I will sit there and I will feel bad as you do when you listen to music like that because it was made in a moment. Look, this guy could have the greatest fucking life ever. He could have the greatest life ever. He could be fucking 12s all day, 
every day. And for five minutes in between two twelves, like a fucking speaker box, he can't, he loses an erection for all the five fucking minutes because his dick is trying to grasp for fucking air, right? Now, who knows? That could have very well inspired that song. I doubt it. Obviously, from what you're saying, and I have ears, I know what the lyrics are. He's talking about his personal bouts with drug and alcohol issues. And I'm not demeaning that. If you have drug or alcohol issues and you cleaned yourself up or trying to clean yourself up, Whatever the situation is, working your way to doing those things, I commend you for that. And I hope that you get out of the other side of that a better person than when you went in. Because nobody winds up on drugs or alcohol because life is this wonderful, grandiose thing that we're all living and we all have a beautiful mind. That's not, that's not why we wind up on drugs and I say we as the collective human being species because it's been my personal experience that a lot of people turn to drugs and alcohol when they're trying to get away from something maybe they're having the point on the dial where they were touched you know maybe it's not even that maybe they watch somebody get hit by a fucking Oh, God damn it. What's that fucking thing that the little kids ride on with the big wheel in the front and the little wheels on the back? You know, maybe somebody saw somebody else get murdered by one of those like Gus did in Pet Cemetery. Spoiler alert. You know, when he takes that fucking motorcycle and he runs the wheel over that guy's fucking face. Maybe somebody saw that happen to somebody else and they can't forget about it. So they go, here's drugs. That would be a wonderful accommodation to what I'm dealing with right now. Entirely possible. And now that I've offended everybody, listen, dude, we all have fucking issues, bro. You need to stop pretending like you're the know-all, be-all of fucking human interaction like you have any fucking idea about anything other than your selfish fucking square little box that you live in bro why don't you calm the fuck right down dude you know for for a bunch of people that don't like judgy shit you guys sure as fuck do like to shoot from the hip don't you dude you love to do that shit. Now, moving on from you over there, and we'll go over to this guy over here. You know, I, a while ago, when we were still living in the old house, it looks like, I did a Ritz Nowhere to Run, and I'm sure that I went into my gang of my plethora, my cornucopia of fucking issues that I have. So this dude says, stumbled across this reaction slash review, Song has always hit me hard, even before the situation I'm in now. I hate to read that shit, but I'm going to continue. I'm going through a lot of what you have dealt with. Glad you're doing better, and just wanted you to know that I appreciate your sharing your story. This is real shit. Top rates, in my opinion. Thanks, bro. And you know what, dude? That's what matters. Right there. That is what fucking matters. Out of all of this 
all of this nonsense that flies out of my fucking head, dude. That shit is what matters, bro. That somebody that could be going through a similar thing that I'm going through can click that button and somehow be bonded in and to under maybe in that moment, you know, you need something that is going to keep you grounded. Maybe it keeps your finger off of the trigger. Maybe it stops you from diving into a fucking relapse head first. As if there's any other way to dive. But, you know, people get creative. You know, that that shit is what matters, dude. And I'm certainly not the fucking ambassador of hope and uh, the way that you should be in your life. That's certainly not who I am. I'm not that guy. You're not going to see me on a stage somewhere preaching to people about how... You know, you can get through your shit and come out the other side uh, a better human being for it. I'm constantly in the throes of battling with the garbage that's in my head, dude. Just early. The reason why I don't want to put out the other episode is because I went deep, deep into the murky waters that are stranger dangers, social interactions... And the fact that I sit here not able to participate in any of that. I can't drink, not because I'm on the wagon, but you know my medication will not allow it. If I drink, then my thyroid gets fucked up. If my thyroid gets fucked up, then the metabolism is fucked up. The, the weight... Is going to be on and off. And I don't really. I don't know what these chemicals are dude. All I know. Is that for the first. Three to four weeks. That I took this thyroid medication. It felt like my fucking head. Was in a vice grip. And I was getting punched. In my fucking forehead. While somebody is just turning that fucking lever dude. The, the headaches were. Monstrously insane. I don't want to go back to that. So, if drying out is what keeps that shit from happening, because right now, at least the thyroid shit is level, then I'm all for it. Not to mention that I don't like, I don't know about you, I know some people, when they drink, they get bubbly and they get happy. Some people, when they drink, they get violent. Other people, when they drink... They just get loud, belligerent, and just all around, uh, they're a, a heavy dose to take in. Me personally, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of an overachiever. I happen to be the latter. I'm all three of those things put into one. And when I take a couple of shots, dude, it is the social equivalent of Russian roulette. I have no idea which one of those people is going to be coming to the party. I don't know. It it depends a lot on the mood I was in previously to drinking. Was it a good day? Was it a bad day? Or, you know, shit happens while I'm drinking because there is that where everything could be fucking cool 
one person, one person stares in my direction a little bit too long. Why are you looking at me like that? And that fucking fuse just it gets lit, dude. It's, it's a fucking wrap. That's going to explode and it's going to be over. I am not responsible at all. Now, I take full responsibility for the wild and inappropriate shit that I say. Let me look. Alcohol has brought me some wonderful things. And what I mean by that is one thing in particular that I am extremely fond of this memory. Everything else? Shit. Complete shit. Bar fights. Fucking all kind of madness, dude. All kind of madness that I don't I don't want to remember. One quarter of a threesome is not worth outweighing the fucking odds, dude. It just it just isn't. It just isn't. And for those of you that are trying to do the math at home, what I mean by that is how do I put this politely? I mean in Okay, to put it nicely and mildly, there was some exchanging of faces that was happening, right? We all follow so far. That's it. There was no, I didn't, I did, I banged one of them and not the other one. And, you know, fucking, <laughs> I should just go to church right now and dump some fucking holy water over my head. Yeah, but, okay, you know what? It's just us, right? I can talk to you. Do you want to know? Mm, all right, you know what? Every podcast, we push the boundary a little bit. And every, I thought the last one was going to be the worst thing I ever said. I think this one tops the last one. By like five. Offense level is DEFCON 1, dude. Alright. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Okay, so if, <laughs> if you can't <laughs> if you can't handle if you can't handle offensive shit, fucking hang up now, dude. Okay. Honestly, we're just talking, right? I'm not, this is not for, I'm going to stress, this is the way that my sicko brain works. I understand that I'm, I'm ill, right? I have a problem. When I said that I should go to church and dump holy water over my head, I'm embarrassed right now by the thought that I just had. I'm a grown up, you would think. I'm not though. I'm, I'm still a child. When I said that, my immediate thought directly after was I go to the church. I put this is all in the couple of seconds that I said that. I pick up that big bird bath thing that they keep in the in front of the fucking door so you can dip your fucking skinny gross little fingers into the water and rub it all on your forehead. Let's not even think about washing your hands first. Who the fuck knows where your fingers have been, sir? Let's not. I know where mine have been just today alone. I mean, today is average day so not not anywhere crazy but i mean come on if you really tried to spice your day up dude we can wind up in some pretty strange areas anyway you know i grabbed the bird bath thing i 
pour it over my fucking head, and then, like, zombies, a swarm of fucking decrepit, old, horny priests just come, coming right at me, dude. It's coming right for us! That was the, that was the immediate thought that I had in my head directly after I said it. What does that say about me? I'm a fucking horrible person, right? If only, if I could draw things, dude, I would fucking animate that and just throw it out into the world. You can have that now, Catholic Church. This is your fault. I'm not fucking little kids, and you should be ashamed of yourselves, whoever you are. And I'm not saying that they all do it, but come on, bro. Come on, dude. They're, they have their own fucking city. It's like a fucking, it's like a pedophile's paradise where they all, <laughs> they all run around with lollipops and puppy dogs and there's fucking white vans with tinted windows as far as the eye can see. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And, and that's not even to say anything bad about uh, Jesus, dude, you believe in whatever dumb shit you want. And I say that wholeheartedly. Like, I support your right to believe in whatever you want. I don't know what to believe in. So here I am, just kind of like in the middle. I'm on the fucking, um, I don't know, I can't think of, you know, midpoint in the field. I'm on the 50-yard line for all you NFLers out there. I'm on the 50-yard line just watching both sides arguing back and forth, there is no God, there is a God, I'm like, neither of you know what the fuck you're talking about, so shut up, how about that, you, there, I can make arguments all day long about how there could be or how there isn't a God, that's not what's important, what's important is that there are things that you should take away from religion, dude, be a good fucking person, that's it, rap, rap the movie, we don't need we don't need caterers, bro. It's very simple. Look, you know, don't don't be a dickhead. Don't be like me. I'm like Jack Nicholson, dude. I'm shaking that fucking dog, and you're that little dog, and I'm shaking you, and I'm saying, don't be like me. That's what I'm doing. What do they teach you to talk like this in some Panama City sailor want a hump hump bar, or is this getaway day and your last shot at his whiskey? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. You know, I mean, how did we get here? I, I don't even know. I have no fucking idea. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about before we got here. Because I go so far into the fucking abyss, dude. It's hard to get back. It's hard to get back. It really is. So, I don't know. That's fucking rough. Let's see. How far did we... How far did... 26 minutes... 26 minutes in. 26. So, I think we've established a firm timeline here that at any point after the 20-minute mark, it's anarchy, dude. Anything could happen. Who knows what it's going to be. I think I was talking about fucking drug addiction. Maybe that's where God came from. I don't know. I'm not sure. The whole thing is a fucking sham, dude. It really is. It's fucked up. Like, I've seen shit, I've seen shit that nobody should ever see. Never. 
Never. Like, you ever been to a funeral? You ever been to a funeral and you're waiting for the priest to show up? And when the motherfucker finally does show up, he's in whatever year this is, brand new fucking Mustang car, pulling up in the parking lot in front of the funeral home. Cunt doesn't even have the decency to park his fucking car asshole probably has a couple of fucking hookers and blow waiting for him somewhere or whatever the fuck he's into right and comes into the church and i mean when i say that i mean like i i hear things that i should like why why i don't know why it, it just happened he pulls the person who is running the show off to the side, and I say that because that's that's what it is. Which I'll I'll write that down. I'll write that down. Funerals, because we have fun here. Uh, now he pulls the person who is doing all this shit off to the side and says, "Listen, uh, and his only job, his only fucking job, you are a representative of." Supposed to be, supposed to be everything that is good in the world. Your one fucking job is to show up, say a couple words, and peace the fuck out. I don't care where you go, what you do, just don't do it here. That's it. It's your only fucking job, dude. This motherfucker pulls somebody off to the side and goes, uh, yeah, listen... I'm going to need to be paid before I say anything. What? All right, first of all, well, what about the fact that they need to keep the lights on in the church? I get it. Okay, you make a valid point. What about the fact that this motherfucker is driving a nicer car than I will ever own in my fucking life, dude? What about that? What about that? Now... I don't understand, you know, this is a, this person who's dead over there, if you remember, was a, a church-going person their whole fucking life, the collection plate, the whole fucking deal, dude, they did it all, never questioned any of it, tried to live their, their life to the best that they could, didn't always do the right thing, nobody fucking does, spoiler alert, if you live a perfectly flawless life you are not living you are not living the whole fucking purpose to human life as we know it is to fuck up make mistakes and become better for fucking up that's what it is that's the that it has to be that's it has to be i don't know i don't know how we got here what 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 the fucking purpose of life is that has to be what it is i don't think there's like a grand scheme plan of life for human beings dude i think it's all like trial and error you know it has to be because i mean if you think about how fucking squishy we are you know like anything we can it, like if if the fucking vent fell out of the ceiling right now and hit me in my fucking head, there's a good chance that it might be lights out for me forever. So with, with a life that is so fucking fragile, you would have to think that if you can't pull anything else away from the fucking existence that we are currently living in, it's that you learn shit as you go. And hopefully, you become better for it. But this motherfucker, I need to be paid. And all this cocksucker did 
was go up there in front of people and be like, uh, blah, 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 was a great person and will be missed dearly. I got a couple hookers and some blow back at the house. I'll catch y'all later. And then he pulled his sunglasses off and the fucking song from the CSI Miami kicked on. I don't know. He's missing from the scene. Maybe he took off. Or maybe he got taken for a ride. In the podcast world, that's where the song is going to kick in. Over here, where you're watching me do this dumb shit, you don't get none of that. Because I am bad at my job. Hey man, it is what it is. I'm not perfect. That's all I know. I I couldn't fucking believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. We can even go back further than that. Like when I was a fucking child, dude. And I went and did this confirmation communion bullshit because, you know, my grandmother wanted me to. If you ever want to get married in a church, you got to do it. Okay, she didn't sound like that. And she didn't close her eyes when she talked either. She was actually a rather fucking intimidating, crazy person. She was a Sicilian, Italian fucking maniac, dude. Maniac, dude. This is where I get some of my crazy genes from. This motherfucker, and hi mommies, for all of you that are out there, I can't say genes without acknowledging that there could be a bit of a crossover. Hi mommies, crackle crackle, all that good shit. We already know, we already know what the affiliations are. I forgot where I was going again. I'm like a fucking goldfish, dude. Like, I'm, I'm going... I'm going to go towards the, the fucking front of the tank. And then I forget where I am. And then I remember again. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going this way. That confirmation thing. Yeah, you, you can't go, you can't get married to the church unless you do it. All right, whatever. I'll do it. Even though we both know clearly the way I'm going. I ain't never going to get married, which, I mean, we'll talk about that in a second. But, dude, and Why? Why does a church fucking matter? These motherfuckers told me that God is everywhere, right? So why do I gotta go to this specific fucking building to have some jerk-off that wears a silly outfit, you know, wave a fucking book around and go, abracadabra, you're married now. Why? Stupid. Doesn't make any fucking sense. It's dumb. It's a fucking thing probably made up by the fucking state to to take money from stupid people. But, you know, maybe you're saying that because you're not married. I don't know. I hear that shit a lot around Christmas time too, dude. That's my favorite line. Well, will you get married? I'm not. Oh, what, what, what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean you're not getting married? What do you mean? You're gonna break the fucking mold, dude! Fuck! What are you doing? You have to get married. That's what all good people do. I'm not a good person. Still, you should do it. If you re- you know, here's the the end all be all of go fuck yourself in this argument is if you really loved each other, you would do it. Mm mm. Cause let me explain something to you, fucking broke. Divorce, e, the future having motherfucker. Let me explain something to you. When you're dating a person, right? There's a thing called the exit, right? And it's a door. And whether or not you want to believe this, it's true. 
it, because I'm telling you it's true. No, because it, it's it's common fucking sense. There's a little door, and it sits always right behind you, just a little bit behind you. And the person you're with, every once in a while, maybe it's an argument, maybe you didn't fucking, maybe you left the seat up at 3 o'clock in the morning and she went to pee and she fell in the toilet. I don't know these things personally. I'm just saying, dude, it's a possibility, right? You know, maybe, maybe it's the way, maybe it's the way that you fucking, I don't know. I was going to say some, I was going to, you know, insert fart joke here. Don't have a good one. Or, you know, it could be that. It could be that. Maybe it's the fact that you're not shy with your flatulence and she doesn't appreciate that. Or maybe you're a lady and he doesn't appreciate that. To which I say, unless you're giving him a Dutch oven, I don't understand what his problem is. And yes, for those of you out there that are wondering, I live with a slob and she has, on occasion, been known to (laughs) rip the fucking grossest ass that you can possibly rip and pull the blankets over my fucking head and then laugh to the point that you can't fucking breathe. And then you know what happens after that? Nothing. Because shitty people live forever. That's that's what happens, though. Seriously, look, let me tell you something about me, dude. I fucking, how I broke into this relationship was we were hanging out in my mom's living room trying to figure out what the fuck life was going to happen next, right? And, you know, there was a break in conversation. So what I did was I decided, I felt the rumbling, and I thought to myself, well, time to see what kind of girl she is. And I did as any good-natured human being would do, with no warning at all, I slightly elevated my left butt cheek, and I fucking hammered one out. She fucking shocked. Couldn't believe it. (laughs) I can still... (laughs) I can still see the look on her face right now. <laughs> and it brings me joy, dude. It really does. I'm almost I'm almost tearing up, man. It's fucking ah, it's beautiful. It's, life is beautiful sometimes. Just once in a while with with the stars align and you know the right amount of uh gastric discharge that sounds bad i don't think that's what the medical term for fart is but we'll just go with it and say that it is you know when that happens it it, especially to an unsuspecting victim is a beautiful fucking thing and if any of you i swear to god if any of you try try to say that she's a, a victim of a fart somehow. That like I've altered her fucking life in being. Because I ripped ass in the same room that she was sitting in. Go fuck yourself. Please. Please go fuck yourself. Jesus Christ man. That just made the back of my head hot. Fuck. Anyway. The, she looked at me. And... Before she could even said before she could even say anything, I looked her dead in the eyes and I said, "If you enjoyed that, there's plenty more where that came from." And that's it. 
straight face. I can't, I can't do it now. But she, she was shocked. She didn't know what to do, and she was like, "Okay, I see how it is." And she'll tell you that I'm lying, but I don't know if it was at that. It would have been, it would have been like fucking cinema perfect if she would have heard me say that, and she would have leaned over and just farted and almost shit her pants. That would have been hilarious but at some point like she fucking she got comfortable with it because i was like dude you know get comfortable like i'm just letting you know what you're in for i'm going rip ass in front of you i'm probably going to you know scratch at my fucking ball bag once in a while like these are just things that are going to happen so if you're not into that, not not that not that specifically, but you know, I mean, if that's not if that's not something, if that's not something that you think you can handle, the door, right there. So the what I'm the point that I'm trying to make is that every once in a while, the person you were with, the person you are with, blah, will look at that door. And they will weigh their options. I could leave now. And I could save myself a whole lot of trouble. Or is this just interesting enough for me to stay? Like, do I really want to pack all my shit right now and throw it in the back of that truck? I don't think I do. So maybe they hang out for a little while longer. When you try to evolve the relationship into a marriage, that little door disappears. There is no more door. I mean, there is, but there's a whole lot of red tape around it. You got to go get divorce papers and there's lawyers involved and prenuptial agreements. And, you know, I had, I had a fucking, I had a half a dog biscuit and, and you had some tinfoil when we got together and now there's a fucking wedding cake that we have to split and half of it's molded and I don't want any of this shit. There's a lot of stuff that goes into all that, dude. So why why make it more complicated than it is? Why make it more complicated than it is? If you love a motherfucker, right? If you really care about each other, what's stopping you? And I know this is a fucking breakthrough idea that I have going on here, but What's stopping you from just going to the fucking store, buying two rings, wearing them, and shutting the fuck up? Hmm? If you if you really if you really are into the idea, here's what you do: you go to the fucking Sears or wherever it is that you buy these things because I don't fucking know. I will, I'll, I'll give her a fucking piece of string and I'll tie it on her fucking finger. You know why? So when she's mad at me, she can untie it and set it on fire in front of me because relationships, you know, if you really, if you really wanted to commit and do the goddamn thing, dude, you go out, you get the rings, you call up like 10 of your fucking friends or you pay a couple of strangers to be there, whatever you're into. I'm not judging your fucking lifestyle, dude. And you, maybe you go to a park, maybe you have a backyard, you know, fuck your neighbors, they don't need to know what's going on. If you live in an apartment complex, you rent out a parking space for the day, it'll be real fucking nice, dude. 
and you just have everybody stand around. You say a couple of dumb words to each other, like, you know, I really care about you, and I want you to wear this ring and think about me, except for when you go to the club to fuck some stranger, and you take it off, and you put it in your back pocket, and you try to act like we're not together. Yeah, that's what I want. And then the other person is supposed to look at you and go, Oh yeah, I think that's a I think that's a great idea. I don't know why I don't ever open my eyes when I do this stupid fucking voice thing that I'm doing, but I think I agree with that. And when I'm not fucking my receptionist at the office, I will be more than happy to wear this ring around our families to act like we have a perfectly great relationship when we really don't. I mean, isn't that all of fucking America, dude? It's a fucking charade, man. Just date instead, dude. So she's like, look, it's not working out. One, you don't have to take a ring back. Two, you got no mother-in-law. Beautiful thing. Trust me, even if you like her in the beginning, eventually she's going to fucking turn on you because she don't really like you. She'll say she likes you, and this is by no means anything of personal experience. I'm, I'm making shit up as I go along, and I'm trying to make fun of these fucking life tropes. That, you know, like, movies take these things and they do these same situations over and over again to try to be cute about it, but... Like, this shit does happen a lot, dude. And if you if you really want to fucking twist my arm, bro, we weren't we were engaged for a little while, but honestly, it just it just causes too much trouble, man. Cause then it gets serious. It, do you wanna get married? Do you not wanna get married? And like I don't know if I really wanna dude, trust me. Trust me. She could forget the fuck. This is from personal experience. This right here, because I'm a psychopath. She could forget the fucking thing at home, supposedly, right? And go out somewhere, or God forbid, this fucking retard is dumb enough to take a fucking picture and put it on social media and not have it on. And because you're an observant psychopath, you see these kind of things and like, hey, what the fuck are we doing here, man? The fuck is going on? You have one fucking job. Two jobs. If any fucking strange dick comes up to you, I'm spoken for. Thank you very much. End of fucking job description. That is literally all that you have to do. We don't, like, I got news for you, dude. People make jokes about, oh, when you get married, the pussy dries up. Let me, let me, let me let you in on a little fucking secret, dude. You fuck anybody long enough, and the well is gonna go dry, bro. You know what I mean? You gotta be like a fucking camel and just store the experiences in your in your back and and just find a fucking wall to bang it on once in a while so you can get a flashback like an acid trip and you can think about how great it used to be because it's not anymore. That's just a fucking fact of life, bro. People get bored. So why would you want to go through all that extra trouble? Now maybe, just maybe, you are having a great fucking time. We all bullshit each other. Even the most wholesome fucking people that you know in your life bullshit each other. Even if it is on the smallest fucking detail. Like, yeah, you could do that. I don't care. Really, you care. You're just saying that you don't because you don't want to be an asshole. 
Now, look, I'm gonna get off of this because it's just gonna be way too. It's gonna get like all jokes aside, dude. Now is not the time for me to be cracking fucking relationship jokes because, you know, some people just don't understand that when you try to look out for the betterment of everybody, including the fucking idiots that don't know any better. They see that as, like, your opposition, bro. And that's not... Like, you know, at the end of the day, all you can really do is just try to fucking protect yourself, bro. That's it. That's all you can do. So if you could take any piece of advice away from me is, so far, we've gathered, don't pour a birdbath full of holy water over your head and you won't get a swarm of decrepit priests trying to hump your ankles... Marriage is a fucking scam. Relationships all suck, and I am the happiest fucking person in the world. Now, being said, all of these things, obviously I give a shit. And let me let you in on a little fucking secret, ladies and gentlemen. Most of the time, I think it would be a fair assessment to say, if the person that you are with is trying to talk you out of doing some dumb shit, and you know what I'm talking about. It may not be, you know, something that your average bear is up to, but it's definitely going to be something. It's probably because they care. Unless, and there's there's always there's always the outliers. Maybe they're they're a little bit, you know, over the top and, you know, just try to control your every fucking move is like a game of risk. You know what I mean? You don't you don't need all that in your life. Well, what's the difference? You might be asking yourself. Well, that's a very good question. And I can only tell you that you know, if she if you try to go call your mom and this motherfucker if if you if you want to call your mom and you have to And you have to fucking rustle that paper clip from out of your ass, wiggle out of your handcuffs, grease the door guy with a fucking handy, and blow some asshole down the street to use his cell phone to call your fucking mom, you might want to reevaluate your fucking life, dude. However, you know, if you're thinking about hitting the crack pipe, and this is not related to me. Because I would tell you if it was, despite how I look, I don't partake, believe it or not. And neither does she, because if she did, we wouldn't be here right now. I'd rather live in a fucking box. I would rather live in a fucking cardboard box out in the street than attempt to deal with that shit in a place where I'm supposed to live, dude. Never fucking happen. But if you're thinking about hitting a pipe and the person that you're with looks to you and goes, you know, that's probably not a good idea. Chances are they're looking out for your best interests. That's all I'm trying to say. Funerals. Since we're on fucking such wonderful fucking topics of discussion, dude, why the fuck did I even bring up funerals? Shows. That's right. That's all it pretty much is. All that it pretty much is. If you really think about it. If you really sit and think about it. The whole purpose to a funeral is not for the stiff motherfucker in 
that special box that you bought them from the people that might as well have masks on because they're robbing you point blank and you're just handing them the fucking money. You know, it's for it's for them so that they can they can put you in a box, they can throw you up in the front with Jesus hanging off the fucking rafters and everybody looks like, you know, they all get a chance to gather and talk about what a fucking great person you are to make themselves feel better. Because probably not one of those same people bothered to call you once a fucking month while you were alive to make sure that you were alright. Now, I understand there is a need for this show. There is a need for this show. You know, it helps people to deal with the fact that they're grieving and they've lost a loved one. I get that part. At the same time, it's just it's fucked up to it's fucked up to put to put all of this stock into something, right? Like what difference does it make if your family spends ten grand to bury you in the ground or if the mortician or whoever it is, member of the city, whatever, puts you in a cardboard box, shoves you in the incinerator, burns you up, takes your fucking ashes, puts them in a vase, and hands them to somebody. You go put it on a fucking podium someplace, and everybody can sit around and swap stories about, you know, old good times that you had. What's the fucking difference, man? One of them is much cheaper, and... To be honest with you, there's there's less posturing going on. You know what I mean? You don't have those asshole relatives trying to peacock at your fucking wedding, or your funeral, rather. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is on my mind? You know, peacocking at your fucking funeral because they, they want to seem like they're better. Chances are you can weed out all the assholes by doing that because the people that really don't give a shit about you aren't even going to be bothered. They might call somebody from your next to kin and be like, hey, sorry, what's his face? Drop dead. Sucks to be him. I'll call you next year when somebody gets married or somebody else drops dead because that's, that's, the, that's the reality for a lot of people. Maybe not. I hope it's not. I hope it's not your reality. I hope that's not what you're dealing with and that you have a healthy functioning family and people talk and you have good exchanges and I don't I don't know what any of that is like if you offered it to me I would have no idea what to do with it I would have no idea what to do with it dude it just I don't know man it's 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 tough it's definitely tough coming up the way that I did but it teaches you things that you that you otherwise you don't really learn because you know it's like take the fucking take the CP for example dude I've been fucked up since the day I drew air right versus somebody else who's normal and walking around, they get into a fucking car wreck and they mangle themselves. Somehow they're alive, they're still able to walk, you know, by the grace of Fred or whatever the fuck it is. And now they have to learn to readjust their entire life. Some people can't handle that. There's an argument to be made that while your quality of life may have been better 
for a good percentage of your life if you were born normal and got mangled later you have an advantage to being born fucked up and then learning to build around that fucking issue that you have there's just things that you learn by being forced to learn this shit that you don't it's a, it's a luxury and an unluxury at the same time, depending on how you, you look at it, dude. Everything that you deal with in your life could be looked at as an opportunity to learn something. As dark and twisted as it is, there's an opportunity for you to learn something. What you need to do is you just have to be able to sit down, dissect the situation that has happened or maybe currently unfolding and figure out what you can pull from that to make your to make you a stronger person. Now I know it's going to weaken your resolve and you're going to walk around for the rest of your life and you're going to feel like you're jabbing at towels, dude. Like it's going to get old and you're going to be like, "Dude, can I can I have a fucking day? Can you give me one day where it doesn't where everything doesn't hurt the second that my eyeballs open or that you know my my house is not being foreclosed on or that my fucking mom isn't is sick or you know that that whatever whatever you can fucking whatever you can whatever nightmare scenario that you can create dude there's something that you can learn out of that and this dark and it's fucked up and nobody should ever have to go through any of that shit but we do though and it's how you fucking bounce back out of that shit see this would be this would be the pep talk that I would be giving you if somebody tried to throw me up on a fucking stage to be a life motivator or whatever the fuck it is that that those people do I got news for you bro they don't know what the fuck is going on either. They just jot a bunch of shit down that sounds good. They memorize it. And then they throw it back at you. And you eat it up like it's a brand new fucking concept. Because they just word it differently. I am extremely cynical. I'm aware of that. It is like the dark... My thoughts are the fucking... What are the... Hold on, we're gonna... First... Search of the fucking podcast. Oh, no. Okay, there we go. I'm pulling it up. I would show you, but OBS will not allow it. Now, I j- for the people that are wondering, I did just put in Hellraiser goons inside the search engine because I'm trying to figure out what the fuck are those things, those people that he runs with. Yeah, what the fuck are they called, dude? They're not Cenobites, right? That sounds like a fucking dessert. They are Cenobites. How do you like that? My thoughts are fucking the Cenobites. The Cenobites that that torture. If if my life, if if my thought process was a movie, dude, these are the things that are going to unleash hell onto you and torture you for fucking eternity that's what this brain is it's not all bad sometimes we get some funny shit coming out sometimes it's pretty fucking dark dude but you know what though man 
I think that's what's good about being able to fucking do this, bro. Is you can see, like, one thing that I fucking, one thing that I cannot fucking stand, dude, is when people try to pretend like everything all day long, every day, is great. That there's no problems ever. I understand on the flip side to that, everything can't be dark and cynical 100% of the time. I hear you. I know what you're saying right now. Dude, take a breath, bro. Go pet a puppy. You know, watch a cat video on YouTube. Pull your prick a little bit. Whatever it is that brings you happiness, go do a little bit of that shit because you're going to wind up hanging your fucking self, bro. I get it. But sometimes the cynicism... Is that a word? You, you want to look it up? Let's look it up. Let's find out. I don't know how to spell it, but I can say it. Holy shit. It is a word. Right? Well, hold on. Hold on, man. I want to make sure and I can, I can add the audio on to this. Oh, shit, son. Let's see what it is. Inclination to believe that people are motivated purely by self-interest or skepticism. Well, you know what? Sounds about right to me. I don't remember how I just used that word, but I'll tell you this. I think there's a 99.9% chance. Yep, I did it. For the people of the podcast, I did just put in a Mori Povich, You Are the Father. For everybody that is watching the fucking video, I don't remember. Because I got sidetracked and... Dude, I'm a fucking... I don't know, dude. I don't know, I don't know who you want me to be, but I'm a fucking... I'm like a fucking dog at the batting cages. You know what I mean? There's constant action just coming at me from every fucking angle, bro. And all I can do is just try to grab and hold on to the to the brief moment that the thought exists until I drop it out of my mouth because I see something else coming at me and then I go and grab that. To everybody... <sighs> okay. Time for the apology tour. For everybody who is religious, congratulations. I'm sorry that happened to your person. The world is not supposed to be as dark as it is. I, I would like to think, but human nature would dictate otherwise. We have cancer, and the bees are dying, apparently. And there's almost said cyanide in the water. There's fucking fluoride in the water. You know, shit is fucking happening, dude. It's an ugly world. But every once, every once in a fucking while, dude. Every once in a while, something magical will happen. Maybe, maybe, and just maybe, tonight, when I lay my head on that fucking pillow, and I go to sleep, when I wake up in the morning, I'll be in a good mood. Who fucking knows what's going to happen? 
I doubt it because I'm an asshole and I forgot I have a doctor's appointment at 10.30 tomorrow morning. So for anybody that's looking to wipe me out, here's your chance. I'm not going to tell you the edge what you thought it was actually going to fucking tell you where it is. Go fuck yourself because I'm sure there's somebody at home loading up right now looking to fucking terminate my ass immediately. Because I said some shit about a fucking band that they didn't like. Fuck your band. How about that, motherfucker? Anyway, I'm <laughs> the apology tour. If you're a religious dude, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, if you made it this far, congratulations. I hold nothing against anybody, dude. Is there afterlife? I have no idea. It would be fucking great if there was one. I'm sure it would be. But for the time being, I'm going to make fun of pedophilia and religion and the dumb shit that people do. Because the second, the fucking second that you try to say that something is off limits is the second that that thing stops getting sunlight. And when the sunlight goes away, dude, who the fuck knows what kind of creatures are roaming around under the moonlight? We'd have to call those people that live in Alaska because those motherfuckers would know. They live in a place where it's dark like 30 or 60 days at a fucking time because they're psychopaths with probably the hugest mosquitoes, I think, anywhere on the fucking planet. For why? Why would you do that? For anybody that's married, congratulations. I hope you signed a prenup. Even though I know he or she or they would never do that to you. It's always good to have a backup plan, right? Keep a little money buried under the back deck. You know what I mean? What else did I fucking... Domestic abuse is not funny i don't know if i i may have thrown a fucking jab or two in that direction and that was a bad choice of words look man plenty of people i know both domestically and foreign in other words family members and friends have been in fucked up relationships it's not it's not funny at all but we have to bring light again I say the same thing to every one of you. We have to bring light to these situations because when we don't, people like to do people like to treat bad things like they treat people who get thrown in prison. They think, "Oh, you did a bad thing. We're going to go put you in the cage over there all these savages and then we're just going to forget about you." While they hump your little booty hole until Whenever they decide to let you out and then expect you to be a fucking regular human being. Come on, bro. Get it to fucking together. We can do better than that. This is America, goddammit. We can do something better. There's just no money in it. <laughs> there it is again. That fucking shining glimmer of hope that just glows from me. Look, dude. Don't take a fucking fence, bro. If it wasn't funny, it wasn't funny. I'm not your brand of comedy. And I am in no way threatening that I'm funny at all. I just say over-the-top, outrageous shit that, believe it or not, 
whether I said it out loud to you or not, I would still think it. And in the day and age that we're living in now, that's not allowed. But it's going to happen. So either I'm going to do it or somebody else is going to do it. Better the devil you know. Right? And on that lame fucking cliche, it should be about time to wrap this fucking pity party up here. This is going to be fun to look over in post-production. I can't even imagine the fucking nightmare. That's two episodes in a row that I fucked. Except this one was a lot better than the last one because at least I was kind of taking shots at everybody. Maybe I just rename this one derelict diplomacy and get it over with altogether, yeah? And then I'll come up with a whole separate name for the other one if I even decide to do it. Look, you got your video. All is right in the world. Now I'm I'm set for Saturday. Still got to do one for next Saturday. Now, in post-production, the one thing I know how to do is I'm adding right, right down there. Oh, nope. This way. Yep, down a little bit. There you go. Right down there is going to be the thumbnail to the podcast. So what I'm going to do, just to see if it makes a difference, I'm just going to throw it up. Business as usual. Not going to say anything about it right away. I'm going to see how it goes. Audio formats are still available as always. iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, all that shit, dude. Always available. Drops will be put in the podcast episode. What they will be, I have no fucking idea other than maybe the one or two that I think I may have mentioned. And that's it. Whatever else comes after that. Your guess is as good as mine. We'll figure it out. We'll get this shit all set, ready to go. And that's that, man. And I just realized, how the fuck am I going to add the intro and outro music to this video? I don't know how to do that shit. Fuck, dude. This video is going to be a fucking mess. Well, they're, they're going to be a mess from the foreseeable future. From the foreseeable future? What? For the foreseeable future. They're going to be a mess. Until I can figure out how to add shit, this is what it's going to be. You get a raw, uncut video, and that's that. If you want to get crazy, you ready? You can play this video, and you can watch this and listen to the audio at the same time. That's a lot, dude. You're coming in double stereo? Two guns? I don't think they're ready for that. You're not ready for that. Well, I'm just saying, there's ways to beat the system, friends, and we'll figure it out. In the meantime, I gotta end this fucking shit show because it is 11.11pm, 6.18. I need to fucking figure out how the fuck Am I going to do what I have to do tomorrow? So I don't even have time to edit this tonight. I'm going to have to edit this when I get home tomorrow afternoon. And maybe my adventure that takes place 
between the hours of 6 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Could be a whole podcast in and of itself. Let's just hope I get there and I get back safely and in one piece. And if you get another podcast after this or a YouTube video, then you know I guess I'm alright. Hopefully I don't spoil the story for you before then. Now the fun part is to try to figure out how to get this thing to stop. Okay, so for everybody that was watching the video, that's over. And now how the fuck... Oh wait, there's a stop button right there. Who are you? Never lost a case. Why? Why do you think? Because you're so fucking good. Yeah. But why? Because you're my father. I'm a little more than that, Kevin. Awfully hot in that courtroom, wasn't it? What's the game plan, Kevin? was a nice run, Kev. Had to close out someday. Nobody wins them all. What are you? Oh, I have so many names. See, call me dad. No, uh, hey, Kevin, there's nothing out there for you. Don't be such a fucking chump. Stop deluding yourself. I told you to take care of your wife. What did I say? The world would understand. Didn't I say that? What did you do? You know what scares me, John? I leave the case, she gets better, and then I hate her for it. Remember? Maybe it was your time to lose. You didn't think so. Lose? I don't lose! I win! I win! I'm a lawyer! That's my job! That's what I do! I rest my case. 